Hi, this is Renee and welcome. Hi, how are you? This is Michaela. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. It's uh, Sunday evening, uh, getting geared up for tomorrow. How was your week? It was busy as usual, but productive. Productive. And how about yourself? Fun. For once, it was very fun. Tired. I was very tired. A lot of things to do, but yeah, fine. Happy. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, my dear. And well, today's podcast is going to be to the point. So today's topic is how to deal with someone when they're dating multiple people. Okay. So, any ideas? Well, I'll throw one at you and you expand on it. Don't compete. I mean, you know, like if you're competing with somebody, not with, with that somebody, but with the people he or her are dating, it's like racing to the bottom. And that's a big no-no. Okay, yeah, totally. Well, it's losing your time, I guess, because this person who is dating multiple people has no intention to settle down with anyone. So at the same time, you are like creating an idea that maybe he will choose you or she will choose you. And the reality is that that person is just having fun, fooling around with a lot of people with no intention to settle down with anyone. Yeah, that person sleeping around is asking for some STDs. You know, you if you've got to enter a, a reality, not your fantasy, but a reality, that person... If he or she is dating multiple people, obviously is not giving you priority, but it's just looking at the meat market, you know, the, you got the steak, the sirloin, the picanha, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But what if you don't know that person is dating multiple people? Well, that's... For example, you are uh, with your date that day and... When you are two, uh, uh, the two of those people, I don't know, you know, with your partner or whatever, um, in your house, for example, and you're having a lot of fun and it looks like you're the girlfriend or the boyfriend and everything's fine. But when you're in public, that person doesn't want to show any kind of emotion or, you know, any kind of, uh, hunt, I don't know, holding hands or kiss you or being just nice with you, you know, what, what you can do about it? Well, if there's no PDA that would, well, I would interpret that as, okay, this person calls me up, is, rom is hot over the phone, but then in, in public, there, yeah, there's no PDA. Well, I would interpret that as, okay, he's racing to get into my pants, but really does not want to show any affection. Well, he just wants to, I'm just another number, right? Uh, like he wants to have sex with me ASAP as exercise, as he or she wants to fulfill their desires but 
is not thinking emotionally. That's how I would take it. Well, yeah, I think that a person that you are supposedly dating and doesn't want to show any kind of affection towards you, you have to be very careful because for me, it's a big red flag right there. If something yeah. is not going well, the way you think, the, the way they think, the, 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 the relationship goes. Meaning that maybe that person is, has no intention to be with you in the same way you want to be with this person. But you should ask yourselves why this person is having a lot of fun with you in private, like in your place or at your place or whatever, and why when you are in public, this person is totally different. And most of everything you should ask yourself, why should I give him or her everything in private? And not in public. Because if you don't show any kind of interest in public, why would you show any kind of interest to that same person when you're in private? It is a red flag, and to me it's clear as day, but some people try to make excuses for that person. To me, bottom line, no PDA, but yes, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, in private. Well, that means that they just enjoy having, they just enjoy using your body. Yeah, totally. But what can we do to change the situation or to set some boundaries to that person to let him know or her that we are not into this kind of behavior? How can we change the situation or what can we do To, to change that, I mean, we can totally decide to go away, right? And say, okay, this is not for me because I don't want to be everything to you when we are in a private room or whatever if you are not showing any kind of interest when we are in public. So there, right there, you can have a solution. You walk away. But if you don't want to walk away, What can we do to maybe try to change that situation with this person? Well, I think be direct. Like, no hidden, just say, okay, why are you behaving this way? You're obviously into me physically, but you don't want to express it in public. What's going on? Yeah, I, it's, I a, it's a good way to talk about it. Or another thing you can do is telling him, you know what? If you are not giving me any kind of importance or kindness or showing any kind of interest when we are in public, why I would kiss you when we are in private? If you are not able or don't want to show any kind of interest, I have no interest either to show you any kind of interest in other situations when we are in private. Right. Yeah, you draw the line when in private, yes. Yeah. Why would I be fooling around with you, making out with you, if you're not willing to give me your hands or take my hand or being kind to me in public? Why, why would I 
you know, it's, it's, it's impressive because sometimes when we start dating someone, we have created that idea of the person that he or she might be the love of our lives. But we don't know them. We have no idea how they really are in other situations or if they want, they will be the same person from now in, I don't know, maybe two weeks or six months. We don't know that. We are actually creating some expectations and some ideas about this person that they might create some kind of obsession about them because that's what we want to believe because that's what we created about them. That's where we have to be conscientious and take our own reality checks, meaning we, we should never glorify a person. Teenagers do this all the time. They glorify people, but we're adults. Adults do that too all the time. I've been seeing that so many, many times that some people are like, oh, I met this guy or this girl and oh my God, she, he is amazing and I have so much time and good time with that person and it was awesome and I can't wait to see them again and I, I want to talk to him all the time or her, you know. And they don't even know them. <laughs> yeah, and this is where <laughs> adults have to wake up. I mean, teenagers should be warned, uh, you know, but... Really, here I'm focusing on adults. You're an adult. You have to be more aware. Okay, this is not Harry Potter. Yeah, but love is tricky. Attraction is tricky. And sometimes society and families are so into the fact that you're not with someone that that kind of situation might push you to be kind of desperate to find someone. And I think that when you meet someone or met someone who is very you know handsome or attractive to you and you had a good time it's very common to see people that created that that situation i mean i think we all actually had that kind of situation where you met someone you have a great friendship and whatever for i don't know vacation time or a trip something and you have an amazing time with this person And then you go home, and once you're home, you keep talking with this person, and you already went home with that idea of this person is such a fun guy or girl, and you had so much time, fun time, and it was amazing, and you know, and once you go back to, to your place, this person has nothing to do with what you actually thought it was. It was just a flint vacation fleet, you know? But you already created that amazing person that might be, I don't know, maybe in three weeks or one month or a year, the love of your life, and you maybe created in your head that you will get married with that person. But you don't know that person. You spent one week talking to this person. But you don't know how, how he's going to react when you have a problem, when you have a big situation, He's gonna, he's gonna support you to, you know, have your back, be your friend. You know, you don't know that. I mean, you won't give your keys, your house keys to someone you don't know. So why are you giving everything you have to someone you met just for a week? Or maybe just, I don't know, maybe one day or a few hours. 
Well, that, that's, that's when you have to step up to the game and say, step up to the plate, sorry, and, and, and say, okay, I'm an adult. I really like and enjoy this person, but this person is human. Exactly, and you have to be aware that what you are seeing is something that you created yourself about that person, not that what the, that person is. It's more about what you think that person is and not what that person really is. So if, if this person is dating multiple people, don't give, you, don't give him or her everything you have if this person is not giving you what you need when you need it. Meaning, if he's not kind with you on public, don't be kind with this person in private. Right. Right. Tit for tat. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's, that's exactly that. I mean, we, we need to... We need to give the same amount of things that the other person gives you. Mm-hmm. Don't give more than that person is giving you because this is not a game. If that person is not interested in you, they won't find the right middle of the situation. They just want to be... Or seeking for attention because it's fun. And I mean, the fact that you're going with someone and sleep with that person... The, faster than the others won't make you win oh yeah no no don't do that unless you're a player yourself but if you're seeking a deep connection don't give yourself away on the first night don't yeah and if you actually did that at some point don't act like you regret it the next day That's the worst thing you can do in this kind of situation. You can even be the same kind of person you were the night before and telling him, you know what, let's get, I don't know, coffee, breakfast or whatever, but don't show that person that you might regret it, what happened. Because first of all, it's not sexy. Mm -hmm. And if even though you had sex the first night and it might be a possibility that that person is really have any kind of interest in you, if you show that you screwed up, it's over. But if you show confidence, like, okay, we had fun last night, whatever, let's go have breakfast or whatever, even if they say no, doesn't matter. You were confident. And that might change the mindset that the person is seeing you. Yeah, I think confidence is far better than than insecurity. Yeah. Insecurity is a turnoff, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's forgivable if the person is really young, but if one is an adult, I mean, I'm talking teens and adults, and we as adults should never get involved with teens. Duh. Okay, but with adults, confidence is far more attractive than somebody who's waverly. Exactly. And it goes again to the same point that we were talking before. When you're dating someone who might be dating someone else or have a multiple partners in life, the confidence you can show them 
telling them, if I don't have that in this precise moment, you won't have that either, can change the way that person sees you. Because he will see that you're not the same kind of person that the others. You are setting boundaries. And you are showing him that you respect yourself. Right. That respect. Aretha didn't say it just because. Yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, you know? Like, respect yourself. <laughs> That'll go a long way. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And um, don't be easy. Not if you want something serious. Because easy come and take it. Yeah, you can use the spelling. Easy come. Yeah. Easy girl. <laughs> you yeah, know? you have to... You have to have some patience to be able to see what's going on with these persons. I mean, relationships are not built from hours. You need time. You need to see if that person really wants to build something with you. You have to work. You have, it's a lot of work and patience. I mean, it's not like, oh, I like you. And the next day you're almost engaged. And then the third day you're married. No, that doesn't work like that. It's, you need to, to know each other and see if you have some kind of, uh, I don't know, you know, to see if they have some chemistry there. And then if you, some, something better than chemistry can go in and, and see if you can be compatible and see if, if things work to, to find a way to, to go and grow this relationship. But it won't be in just few hours no it won't even be in a week no no <laughs> like no it takes time as you said like folks just watch nine and a half weeks and those are nine and a half weeks and that's still not enough to build a solid relationship that's why i'm recommending this film you know there's a lot of chemistry at the beginning but again easy come easy go And you'll see it in this film. This is a classic. When Mickey Rourke still had a beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah. Now, I don't want, I'm not, I don't mean to say, oh, take 12 years. No. <laughs> That's another point. You don't have to wait 20 years to know if this person is the right one for you. Yeah. That's for sure. But I think that when someone wants to build some, someone, something with you, you will find a lot of common ground to make that relationship happen. If that other person doesn't want to be with you, I mean, they have no interest to build and they will do whatever they want to do and this relationship won't work. And then even if you get married, I mean, it's not like, you know, eating potatoes every day. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Well, if you do get to the point, I think, first of all, I think the, the courting, okay, give it, give or take six months. In six months, you can tell whether something's going to work or not. But as you said, once you're married, it's not going to be eating potato chips or truffles every day. Oh, no. No, at all. Even in, in a long-term relationship, it's hard. 
because you or you will have ups and downs. So once you're married, things won't change a lot. <laughs> you will have your ups and downs. Right. You can think of truffles the up, you know, truffles those delicious treats that melt in your mouth or you can think of the pit bull I know called truffles. <laughs> exactly. Very aggressive. So I mean, you know, I mean <laughs> Truffles the treat or truffles the pit bull. So, and nothing against pit bulls again, because truffles the pit bull can be sweet too. But what I'm saying is truffles can also bite you. Oh, so, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So we love, like I love watching romantic films when I'm in the mood for them, but I'm very aware that that, is not reality because romance, constant romance, A, doesn't exist and B, can be boring too. Yeah. So. I mean, the, the famous happily ever after only happens in movies. Right. <laughs> we yeah. never know what happened after they got married, what happened. We all know that They live forever, happily ever after, but we don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. Well, you just have to think of stories that Disney grabs. Sorry, but it's true. The, starting with The Little Mermaid, you know, in the Disney version, I don't care if it's the cartoon or this new film. Oh, they get married, blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. In the real story by Hans Christian Andersen, The Little Mermaid dies. Yeah, it wasn't the same story. No, it wasn't. So I don't mean to burst your bubble. <laughs> yeah. But Sebastian, you know, doesn't sing that under the sea that well in the real story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that the point of the topic today is that we need to be um, realistic in what we are doing and what, what we want. Stop obsessing about what we think they are and make sure that we are able to see what they really are because our obsession is not about them but, but about what we think they are. Yeah. And when that person is with some other people like multiple partners or fooling around with multiple people, I think that putting the boundaries and showing that person that you respect yourselves and that you won't give him what he's not going to give you back, it's a no-no for you. It's like, okay, that's not my thing, so let's move on. What yeah. do you think? I agree. I, I mean, agree. it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's easy, but I think that's the right way to do things in that kind of situations yeah yeah go with the go with the take note of the red flags yeah well i hope this um podcast today will help in that kind of situations and that they will give you some advice on how to handle someone who is dating more than one person and how to get away or 
maybe try another approach to see if that person is well you know wants to change something about you and if it doesn't well you can be sure that it's the right thing to move on right on yeah don't be afraid if the red flags are there don't be afraid to move on yeah well i think that i will see you next week yes ma'am and uh well i wish you all a productive week i've got to get some glucose right now because i feel my blood sugar is starting to uh dwindle okay so, that's not a good yeah. sign my friend so yeah no I will let you go and have a very nice week. You too, my friend. Okay, bye. Bye.